0: Here we go, back with another podcast. This is season three, episode nine, the Back Nine Pod. Okay, we have some massive talking points coming up this week. Question is, would you mark your ball from an inch?
1: Yes, in that situation. But anyway, we'll get on to that.
0: Rubbish, you wouldn't.
1: We're also going <laughs> to talk. <miss> it. <laughs> Probably. We're going to talk Players' Championship. We're going to talk elevator event changes, which is madness in my opinion. Um, and then we've got a few bit of different yeah. talking points. Okay,
0: and we'll sort we'll of tease this. 30 passive-aggressive comments <laughs> that potentially should be lost in the game of golf. Now, I, I say these all the time. Like, <laughs> I didn't realise how passive-aggressive they are. Also, does a tee really like, make a huge difference? And you probably don't realise that you hit it a lot shorter than you think.
1: Yes. But first, I play You're golf, golf so we have to update you on that.
0: Yeah, you played Friday. I Friday, Yep.
1: Yeah. And normally, the, the term that you use for a round of golf that's not necessarily ended too well is coming home in an ambulance. I think you were taken out in an ambulance. <laughs> Very rarely do you go out in an ambulance. <laughs> Usually you go out in an ambulance, you don't really play. And that's what happened to me. I went out in an ambulance, which is mad. What would you
0: say there? Um, what was a good little slang word you could use, a little saying?
1: I've got no idea. No doubt there'll be one later. That's could have been aggressive. better. Could have been better. Um, so, yeah, bit of an interesting one. I went out in 11 points, um, and I came back with... In tw- twenty points. So I shot thirty one. Oh, Why did right you have eleven
0: on the front nine? Was it wanging all over the gaffer driver again?
1: Um A little bit, but right, not left. Okay. So it was just matching hands up.
0: But was it big slicey, right? Or was it big pushers right? Big slicey, right. The heels as well?
1: No. Now the middle. Yeah. But I think it, it was just that like we we spoke about like matching hands, did Like we? the
0: race race between clue and hands. Exactly.
1: Um and yeah, I just irons weren't great. Chipping was all over the place. Honestly, like I don't, even I can't even. Still in bed. Yeah, pretty much. And what what I've what I've now surmised from this is bear in mind, on the front nine. I had three blobs. How many points had eleven? Four ones, a three, and a four. Right? <laughs> oh my god! So I finished the finished front nine with a birdie, like, and I didn't get a shot on that hole. So I got a three a three on a par four, and then I started with a three on a par four and ten. So I was like, right. So your last, your last we're ten back. Hours. Your last ten holes were good. Oh mate, yeah, absolutely on fire. I had one, one, two fours, a three, and the rest were twos. Um, but what I've surmised from this is, it's probably a good idea to warm up. You know, hit some balls behind. Well, you maybe know when we do. maybe about forty nine balls <laughs> would be a good number, to <laughs> Just to let you know,
0: like if you were gonna warm up, um, you've seen a good YouTube video on this. In fact, you yes. actually filmed it at the beaches about. Three or four weeks ago? Yes. How to warm up? Yes. And yet he still doesn't. I do no. get it though, like, if there's only a net, it can yeah. be a bit like, yeah.
1: That's the thing, I feel like, yes, okay, hitting the ball is good, but I don't really feel like I get much from hitting in a net. Mm. If there's a range, it's yeah, but, better because you can...
0: Yeah, but you just loosen, I know you don't get anything, don't get to know like, what your ball's doing as such, but you get to know, like...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you like I lose you of it. I do. I well, know. put it this
0: way: you know if it's going low left, it go low left in the bottom of the net. Yeah. So
1: and do you know what I mean? I didn't even hit any putts either, which doesn't it's help. It's worse. Yeah.
0: How many of them were three putts on the front nine where you blobbed?
1: Oh, I couldn't tell you. But also, were there, were there three putts in there? Uh, probably. Yeah. In my defence, the greens had just been whole time but I can't really say that because my back nine no, was you, brilliant. Oh, <laughs> so
0: your point, your point is not valid at all because <laughs> you've come back absolute god.
1: But what what I'd what I'd say is when. When driver was, when I, by the ninth hole, driver was pure. And uh, like I said, we said this two weeks ago or last week, when my driver's on, my irons are in a good spot. Like, <laughs> I, I was at that golf course when I was hitting driver, apart from the par fives, I was hitting driver wedge.
0: You had six points through seven holes. Yeah, mate. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, terrible. This is, this is just a scorecard here, right? Okay. Blob. At one point, Blob. Three points, blob. <laughs> one point, one point, blob. <laughs> one point, four points. Four <laughs> points, one point, three points, and then the rest twos. Yeah,
1: mate. Honestly, like... Jeez. but But that, that's the thing. It was getting driver right. As soon as yeah. you got driver right, at that golf course, it's a really, really gettable golf course because if you're long enough, you're driver wedge. Yeah. yeah. Literally driver wedge. So... The only one, the only par four that I think I didn't hit drive wedge into, or wouldn't hit drive wedge into, is the second. Mm. Um But like the eighteenth was three hundred and three hundred sixty odd, and I and I driver fifty four. Like it's one course I've never played. It's a nice. Co- it's it's one. It's very much like Northern mm. only more forgiving. So
0: not, not as, There's it is obviously not, tree line, but yeah, not as but tight. Not as many. Because yeah. like Northern in some oh, points like, But you've like a 10-yard like like gap, it feels like. Yeah,
1: if you wang it, you're probably going okay. Okay. Uh, to be okay. But to be honest, it is a nice golf course. And obviously, greens weren't in good nick because they've been hard tying, but... it's this time of year, is it? Exactly, like, exactly. It,
0: you, you've got to be uh, You'll very fortunate to play on some good greens in yeah. st- basically the end of Feb, start of March. 100%. By, and that's by the way, way I've never complained to pick about, about you. that. You told me the clocks went forward the other day. I swear you did.
1: No, it's later in the month.
0: You said to me, clocks go forward this weekend. No, it It's didn't. last weekend of friggin' March. That's what I said, later in the month. No, you didn't. I swear I you said did. the clocks go forward. I was getting dead excited. I said, oh, yeah, we're losing hours sleep tonight. No, you don't.
1: <laughs> Great. Cheers.
0: <laughs> to be fair, though, it is getting lighter. Like, I know it's hard. Well, for filming, this about half six, and it's only just gone dark. Yes, so we are getting little, there. a little murmuration there, Josh, for
1: you. Murmuration. Do you know what murmuration is? I'm assuming it's a load of birds. Exactly. <laughs> um, right. Let's move on to Chop of the Week because I've actually managed to dodge a bullet here for my front nine, um, because Chop of the Week is going to go to, and I'm going to absolutely butcher this name, so I do apologise. Kamaui Johnson. I'm going to say. Um, he got himself disqualified from the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Now it's a bit of an interesting story. This because you'd be gutted, wouldn't you? You'd be
0: you, absolutely I mean, gutted getting DQ'd. You that, would. That happened to Tom, you know. At tour school. Did it? He signed for the wrong score.
1: Well, it's a bit of a strange one because that's what's happened. He signed for the wrong score. However, there seems to be a little bit more to it. So, it didn't tell... The, just being disqualified didn't tell the full story because it was reported on Twitter uh, it claims that Johnson had signed for a double bogey 6 on the par 4 ninth, when in reality, it was in fact a triple bogey 7. Along with the incorrect score, his group were put on the clock due to slow play and it actually took a... A video replay to confirm whether it was a seven or a six.
0: Like, did he have a good round? I'm guessing not. So So the thing is, I I I get how sometimes this happens. Like if you're playing really bad, you finish your score, you sign it, oh it's not even worth anything. Leave it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't mean anything because he's he was probably gonna miss the cut in Mm -hmm. his eyes. I'm not in contention, so I'm not costing anybody money. Yeah. I'm guessing this is before the weekend. Friday, yeah. Yeah. Um so he just sort of signed it and gone. What yep. the difference would have been if he's actually gonna sneak inside the cut. Well I don't think I don't think any player does this knowingly. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say that.
1: Well yeah. But then if you, listen to the story. So Johnson was in a group of Nick Hart, him, Nick Hardy, and Kyle Westmoreland, um, with the group playing the ninth hole. Already on the clock when a group was fallen out of position in in the field due to slow play, Johnson faced the par putt from the from off the fringe. Because they were eager to catch up. And the fact that Hardy was already in the hole for par and Westmoreland was in for a bogey, the American pair walked to the 10th tee whilst Johnson missed his par putt. From there, the 29-year-old reportedly missed his four-foot bogey putt and his three-foot double bogey putt, tapping it in for a triple. Um, And the page has stopped loading, which is really good. Um, He's then gone on to the tee and said, oh, I got a six. Um, When in fact he got a seven. Oh well, that's so, a different story then. Yeah. So So he's
0: it, actually confirmed that he went on the T and said that he got a lesser score so than.
1: So playing the remainder of the back nine, it was only when the trio made it to the scorers hut that the w- walking scorer noted a difference in scoring. According to the scorer and shot link, Johnson had made a seven, whilst Hardy claimed that Johnson insisted he made a six.
0: Ah. Here's me saying I do no play would even do it. Yeah. Obviously, so, did he think that that would help him make the cut then? Potentially? Well,
1: clarifi- clarification was needed, and after the round, Hardy informed a rules official that he was stood on the tee, so he had not seen the putt taking place. An hour later, both men were informed that, thanks to the video fo- footage, it was indeed a seven, not a six, with Johnson subsequently. I'll tell you co- what, he's going to get a
0: bad, bad name for himself. Well,
1: even though he was six shots back of the cut line, so he wasn't going to make it, but.
0: How many times has he done that,
1: though? This is the thing. This is the thing it's Ooh. not a good yeah so that's going to get chop of the week this week because it's not good really no i've also opinion. got
0: to the chop of the week you said you watched the golf last night
1: i did hell of a finish hell of a finish what we're gonna and we're gonna talk about that so we'll, we'll get onto that but i know what you're gonna say yeah
0: kitty armor on the last hole yes it mate, the I, I get it right some putt it, by the way yeah hell of a putt and um, if you want to win a tournament you want to be the last person to finish out so most people if they knock it to like a foot a foot, I'm going to repeat this, a foot, it would be respectable to mark it. Yeah. The guy's knocked it to a centimetre. I mean, I could have gone... Not even that. I could have gone... It was hanging over the hole. I could have blown it in. <laughs> yeah, he could. And then he's decided to mark it and then go in. I just think that's...
1: Ah. He obviously just... Uh, I think that's It's una- his big moment, though. I, I
0: agree, but I think it's unnecessary. Just tap it in. It's still a big moment, isn't it? Like, you've won. You know
1: you've won. Yeah, but you want to have that get Hovland out of the way... Me tap it in, big celebration, like he did. Like people are still giving
0: it beans, like.
1: Yeah, no, but then Hovland's still got to put. If anything, it's for Hovland, isn't it? It's like you get yours out the way, you get sorted, and, and yeah, I didn't do what like You had a bad round, seen a bit. Do you know what I mean? Like that's what that's what I'd say. It's for him more than it is for Kitty mm. Um But right, that leads on perfectly to tour trash talk, doesn't it?
0: It does. But I want to talk about one more thing, Josh.
1: Before oh. That.
0: So I don't know if you saw, but there was um, a bit of an interview Macroy did. Yes. And he was essentially saying after the round that it wasn't as exciting this week because not all the players are making birdies. People are making bogeys. Yeah. But at one point seven guys could have won.
1: Yeah, I thought it was extremely exciting.
0: Yeah, so he and, and I, I honestly think Rory has lost touch with what
1: people want what to people see. What people want to
0: see? What people People I honestly think, right? When we watch golf and we see the ability like the ability for seven to eight players going into Sunday having a chance to win. It's so much better. Take the F1. Now you've got four or five teams that are capable of winning, potentially. Well, no, but did it, you see the race? Yeah, okay. Maybe one <laughs> but My point being, it's more competitive. Yeah, of course. And every year they're trying to make it more competitive. Rory is literally losing sight of this. I mean, let me find the article because...
1: Like, it's a weird one to say that um regards the less Birdies because for me, it's not nece- Yes, okay, it's amazing seeing these players go around in... 68 65 whatever they go around in but it's the competition of it yeah that so makes it entertaining he
0: said this yeah i certainly felt the golf course so i'm sure it was pretty good to watch it's hard because the lead was changing hands with guys making bodies bogeys not really making birdies so don't know if that would entertain people but it was great it was a great back nine it was great to be involved with i'm really happy for kurt yeah i but mate I don't care if it's birdies or bogeys. I want to yeah. see it be competitive. As many people but, in contention as possible. But, but then, so people... Okay, well, this is where it sort of was kicking off on Twitter. So DP World Tour Pro Eddie Pepperell said, that's why the US Open is so good to watch.
1: Yeah. And and because it, and that's something they were saying, is the golf course was very much set up like that. And they were saying at one point, it, they wouldn't be surprised if it's, it... Some point in the not too distant future, it would be. the US the USGA get all of that golf course and say we're gonna do the Open here because it's an amazing, amazing golf course. Yeah,
0: I just think Rory's in some weird space right now. I think his golf's in a good place. He's golf's that. in a good place, but <laughs> off the course, he's too invested in other things. Yeah. I know that's maybe giving him the fire on the course and fair play, but just just to come out with a comment that because people make excuse me because people making bogeys, it's not good to watch.
1: No. It's about the competition. I Mate,
0: mean, you look at Master on a Sunday, right? You shoot, if you you shoot level par, Master Sunday, and you're up in the lead, nine times out of ten, you're going to be, have a good chance to win. Oh, yeah. So that's 100%. that's the most compelling thing, grinding out a result. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to our par because first thoughts on this event, Josh.
1: So we just sort of touch on this. I think this golf course and this event as a whole is absolutely brilliant. Like, I would honestly... Why? What do you like about it? A, the setup of the golf course like you can see from the scores the guy, these guys are struggling around there mm. like it was there was a lot of for starters the rough is thick like and when i'm talking like again US open rough like the ball sits down in it
0: imagine hitting it with a head cover on oh <laughs> mate
1: the then you you got some of the most amazing looking holes like i don't know which hole it is it always i don't know where they where brighton drove over the water yeah yeah like and honestly i think Outside of the majors, they say that the players' championship is like the unofficial major. Major. I would put this up there as one of them as well.
0: So you feel like this is because because of the golf course?
1: Because of the golf course. And yes, okay, it helped that the competition was so good. But I think, like they they said, the USGA will probably get their hands on it at some point and have it as a US Open venue, and it wouldn't surprise me.
0: I just think if, you, if you're organising a tournament or organising an event, and it comes down to the final day, and you've got either seven teams or seven people or seven cars with a chance to win, that is what a tournament should do. Yeah. Mate. That's what would make a compelling that you know what? That's what could separate the PJ Tour from Live Golf. Yeah. Because you're you're seeing potentially some of the best players in the world fight to win some of the biggest tournaments. Yeah. And anybody can win. You want it to be competitive. I think again going I mean we touched on this about the PJ tour changing things. It, you're making it less competitive.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it's it obviously it wasn't an elevator event, so um Kitiana won and takes home three point six million dollars. Oh god. Um and it was like the drama on the final day was just was just mad. Um so he won by one shot. Um, and he fended off Harris English and McAroy were tied for second. So they're in the clubhouse when eight hundred part and they were playing together. Mm. Bear in mind at one point McElroy was like four shots back. So he had an unbelievable back nine. Um but like I said, at one point there was seven guys in a playoff. They were all at eight under par.
0: You can tell you watched it last night. Lauren's away. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, Josh, Josh had all thought he had, had a great afternoon.
1: <laughs> <Not> <laughs> F1. F1. lie. F one, forty, forty, 40 golf,
0: and the United lost seven <laughs> nil.
1: Um So yeah, there was seven. Guys, um, <laughs> at one point, on seven under par. Um, no, they were. So they were on seven under par and then pushed to eight under par. So you had Sheffler, McElroy, Harris English, Tyrrell Hatton, um, Hovland, Speef was in there, and Kitayama. And honestly, it was unbelievable watching. Unbelievable telling. the
0: cameraman in, email put the camera. Who did mm. he watch?
1: Yeah, exactly. And to be fair, Kitayama, when I turned it on, he was eleven under par and he did his very best to throw this away. So on the ninth hole, he um hit the ball out of bounds. So he hit it was a left, Josh Kinder special. Um <laughs> There was a shot chase on this. Big Woof. left. No, there wasn't actually, Aww. luckily. Big left and he was out of bounds by an inch. I mean big literally big. Oh. the path is the out of bounds mark and his ball was like the other side of the path. Oh, Honestly, me. it was I was so gutted for him. When so, did he see his next tee shot? I don't know if he, I don't know if he got because the next shot I saw him take was from a, the bunker, so don't think he went back to the tee. You have to. Was it not a Is there not a, a new rule where it's like distance and. Or
0: even the water,
1: I think. I don't know. I might
0: be wrong. I'm not very good at rules. I could have just missed the shot. I know the rules that I need to know.
1: But the next one I that's saw. Probably,
0: to be fair, that's probably one that I should know. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you hit it out of bounds, you take three
1: the So of then two. maybe he went back to the tee yeah. and then hit it in the bunker. Because he ended up with a seven, basically, which brought him back, back in with a so pack. if
0: you hit it three of the tee. On for four, I hit off the tee. In the, the bunker, bunker yeah. had to go out the bunker. I mean, we're, we're, okay. Yeah.
1: yeah, but anyway, anyway, you got a seven, yeah. um, which brought him back up. And then you had like Jordan Spieth, um up there, who was playing unbelievably well, and then threw it away a bit. Scheffler had a chance on 18 to go in at eight under, um, but K, he played a beautiful drive into the into the fairway, and then he's so the, the 18th green's like bends from left to right doesn't it from the fairway mm. and then so and it's like water on the right side so he's played it nicely at the flag over the water and he's hit like the first cut of rough which is about two yards wide and it's just snagged the ball it's not like hopped on oh. so then he's chipped on and it's snag coming out mm. and then he missed his putt um so he dropped a shot so he dropped back to i think seven under par um Hatton again had a bit of a bit of a um collapse again he, play, he put but he played really well
0: and just churn out results under the radar oh mate,
1: mate he is massively and that's He's, good for europe and the and the Ryder cup
0: it's it's, it's good for him isn't it Keeping yeah his, i mean how many guys have left dp and gone to PJ tour and and not really succeeded tommy yeah. fleetwood a, a co-star one of them i yeah. mean beef johnson another one but for yeah. him to be pretty consistent he's yeah. very, very good. I mean, the only thing he's not really done is win out there and win a major. Yeah, I mean, exactly. His
1: career is very good up to now. It is indeed. And um, Hovland was another one who was up there, but but sort of tailed off. Like he, had, he had a tough final round, Victor Hovland. He um, was to- in the final group, wasn't he? He was, yeah, with, with Kitiyama. But I to, before we go on and talk about Kitiyama's story a bit more, I want to talk about John uh, Spieth because... He got hit with the worst curse you of the commentators, in commentators curse? I've ever seen, mate. If it isn't real, honestly, this was just ridiculous. So I'm, the not guys,
0: having, I'm not having commentators' curse. Mate,
1: real. honestly, the guy's making putts from everywhere. and what He was playing unbelievable. This, was he looking
0: at the hole or was he
1: looking Uh No, looking down. down. He's making putts from absolutely everywhere, right? Commentator, he gets a put he, i i don't know what hole it was on he get he gets this put it must be about 3 4 4 yeah. and the commentator goes yeah jordan's really got back to the, his old self like there was a time where he'd be missing these puts pushing them to the right and to the left that was it pushed it to the right didn't he missed it no he didn't make another putt from that distance all day <laughs> honestly i'm not I even joking just, i
0: just don't get how how many times it is mad how many times like a commentator will say, "Oh, he's not Mister Fairway," and he's not as Mister Fairways. He's Mate. not Mister Putt, and it's Putts. There's oh, obviously no link at all. But
1: I mean, honestly, I was sat there like, "Why have you said that?"
0: <laughs> Poor guy. Like... Do you want to speak to his family is like, "What yeah. are you doing?"
1: Exactly. But to be fair, he did, he did play played really well, and it's good to have him back up there. I think he's only gonna be. Like, um, he's gonna me, he's gonna be winning. He looks winning like he's getting again. warm, ready for the majors this year. Oh, which
0: mate. which any time that he gets warm, especially with the putter, which it hasn't been as warm as it could have been in the no. last sort of three four years. You know you know he's gonna be competing. Okay, yeah. so what what's Kurt's story then? I'm saying well, like I know him.
1: This Kurt, yeah, your mate Kurt. Well, Rory calls him Kurt. So this is this is just an unbelievable sort of story. He so he's been on tour for a while, um, and. He's, on the, PJ Tour, on on the PJ Tour or on the Touring Pro? So I'll tell you how long. Let me tell you how long he's been on the PJ Tour first, and then we'll talk about him as a mm. touring pro because he. Um, let me just pull up his stats. Oh, that's just for that round. That's really good. One second. Just a bit of film music here somewhere. Um, <laughs> hold music. So he has been on the PJ Tour for. Um I'm gonna go for seven years, eight years. Well his career earnings are five uh, no, his career earnings are seven million, five of which have been Yeah,
0: mate he earned three point two yesterday.
1: So in twenty twenty one he earned his PJ tour card, but his journey to the PJ tour has been absolutely ridiculous. So this starts with his high school. So, so he, in mm-hmm. fact you played play basketball in high school, That's How tall is he? Right? Not tall enough to play basketball. Clearly. Yeah. So he Chico High School UNLV, which obviously is college, then you play Canadian Tour, Web.com or Webcom Tour, Asian Tour, Asian Development Tour, Japan Tour, PJ Tour China, China Tour, Korean Tour, European Tour Q School, Aust- Australasia Tour, Sunshine Tour, DP World Tour, Corn Tour, and then finally got his PJ Tour card.
0: I mean, that is that is some air miles that guy's been racking up seriously where's he from he's from he's, he's, he's american, is is american american or yeah,
1: american and the, that tweet says keep battling kids at the end like it's an unbelievable story and i, like mean, I said so his career earnings to date are seven million and he earned he's earned five million this year because he came third law at the uh honda classic last he's week he's changed his life in a year mate in, 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 in two, two weeks, weeks. <laughs> the
0: mad thing is with that like a lot of people probably listen to this podcast maybe don't realize how hard it is and, like how many tolls there are like across the world, you have so many different things you can play on. Like just take the European Tour, you've got DP World, which is obviously the biggest one. Yeah. You've then got below that, you've got the Challenge Tour. Used to below that have the Euro Pro, which apparently might be being bought by Justin Rose. There's a few of the rumours that have been mm. put around. Um, then you've got sort of Asian Tour School, you've got SA, which is Sunshine Tour, which is like yeah. a co sanction with European Tour. I mean, there's so many different things and so many different avenues because some of these tours have reciprocal agreements. So you finish inside the top 10, you get invites into play X amount of events. You also have things where the top 10 on the list get, um, be able to play in Rolex events. There's yeah. so many different ways to try and earn your craft. And, and I guess he's a he's a really good example of that. He
1: is. And like you said, he's, he has really turned his, um, Turned his his life around, his career around. I mean, he's obviously had a very good career up until this point, but to get into PG Tour and come tied second or third and I mean,
0: he's he's elevated, he's probably got exemption for two years.
1: And he's 19th in the world now. (sighs) Yeah.
0: Must have got some serious points yesterday. Serious points. Because obviously you've got Rory, Scheffler, Thomas, Rahm. Well, obviously, Elevate events. So do you know what? The Elevate events uh, can work in a positive way if you're a player who gets in them lower ranking yeah. but really perform you could seriously chunk your way I mean this year now you'll be in Masters US yeah. Open yeah. Uh, the Open and the US PGA yeah. and obviously in all of the big elevator events and in the close shop events next year
1: Absolutely. And <laughs> speaking of big events, not an elevator event, but huge events this week. You know
0: what? I'm surprised, though, they didn't count this as an elevator event.
1: Well, it's, the purse is already 25 mil.
0: Yeah, but that's what I mean. They didn't have to change the,
1: it. That's what the elevator events was about, wasn't it? And I think this has got. The Players' Championship has got its own, like. It's like a major. It's yeah, a major. Yeah, I'm gutted Tiger's not playing. Yeah. Um, it looks really like good. the next time we're going to see we... Tiger is the, the Masters, Masters we, really. we, we it?
0: thought. We said he thought he'd play here, week yeah. off, play the Masters. So you're telling me the Masters is.
1: Three not weeks wrong. away yeah yeah well start of april uh second week in april is
0: it so four weeks away
1: it's not far off it's, yeah about a month away so it's um like we said the players this week and and that's the thing this this is the unofficial major isn't it this right. is what really i think obviously the arnold palmer kick starts the year. you could say that now the elevate events but we are getting into major season uh season easy for me to say See, major season um, but yeah it is, it is a shame not to see Tiger but everyone's going to be there and um, the field again will be absolutely stacked I think it's one of those places where the players want to go so yeah, 49 sure. of the top 50 players uh, in the current FedEx Cup playoffs and eligibility points are going to be playing um, and 43 of the top 50 players in the world are, are, are going to be there so it's it's a seriously, seriously stacked field, and I think it's quite a quick turnaround from um, from obviously having an elevator event and then going into into this. But there's 144 players total, um, include, including the field. So, and it starts on on Thursday the seventh. So let me just have a well. Well, let's let's see. Who do you think is gonna gonna take it? Again, we're at that point. Okay, Ram wasn't up there on Sunday, but Rory was tied second, and Sheffield came tied third or fourth, whatever it was. So, it's it's going to be it's anyone's game, isn't it? It's anyone's game. But... I, before
0: we answer that, I want you to tell me how many balls have been researching this. Isn't oh, it? how many balls at the saying. water last year?
1: Last year, yes. Oh, is this including practice rounds?
0: Well, here we go. I just Googled how many balls in the water at the Players' Championship. So this is an article from March 2022.
1: I'm going to say... I'm going to undercook it, I think, here. But I, it sounds like I'm overcooking it. I'm going to say 30 balls.
0: <laughs> 29. Fair oh, god. <laughs> Fair play. Get in there. <laughs> Fair play.
1: Would you hit the green?
0: I'd like to think so, but obviously these are the only guys. A flick, isn't it. These isn't the it? guys are the best players in the world. I like it when you see the bits on um, Instagram with all the caddies doing it. Yeah. Okay, back to who I think will win. I'm gonna go with Tulhattan.
1: I think that's a really, really good shout. I do. I think, but he's
0: a purple patch guy. How many times have we said it? I mean, I did call it at the start of the year that he would perform on the desert after a good event. Yeah. And I thought he would sort of back it up. I mean, he played well in the, oh, what was it called? The the Ryder Cup warm up event, sort of thing. Um, that Tommy Fleetwood was captain at
1: I can't it's going to really annoy me and the hero hero cup something challenge
0: yeah. um, so he played well there and I thought he would follow that up We did but didn't get the win um, so yeah I'm going to go Till Hatton for the players championship which again would seriously elevate his career on his first PJ. Tour win.
1: yeah I'm going to say obviously don't go boring and just go Oh. We said that last oh, week. Man. We said that last
0: oh, week. McElroy. Oh, Rory McIlroy. Oh, Scottish. No,
1: do you know what I'm going to say? I'm, I'm going to go inside the top 10, but I'm going to go Max Homer.
0: Fair, I like it.
1: I think, again, he's a player that's coming to form, but like, mate, you've he's got... On
0: the, on the advisory council now, because that would really suit the PJ Tour if he <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, you've got Rahm, Sheffler, McElroy, top three, mm. Cantley Xander mm. uh, Sheffley, Max Homer, Wills Artorius, Justin Thomas, Colin Markawa, Hovland, Fitzpatrick, Fienau, burn speed mate any of them can win it Yeah, <laughs> we are literally we are spoiled I think at the minute yes okay I said this last week you yeah, had the Tiger era. but as golf goes at the minute we are spoiled for, for players I, I really do believe that because um, even players like Cam Young that sort of burst on the scene last year at the Open yeah Um. you've got obviously Cam Smith he's on live but who? 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 how dare I Who? Um, nah, I'm actually joking Tahitha Gala mate there's there's so many good players. So who are you picking then? Crying out loud. I'm going Max Homer. Max Homer. Sorry. Right. Good Max God,
0: Homer. that was going off-piste. But yeah, Players' Championship. So just to clarify, Josh has gone Max Homer for the who Players' Championship this week? week. And I have you gone... You said Roy McCord. McEl... Did I say Roy
1: McIlroy? No, you said John Rahm. I said John Rahm. Yeah, that failed, didn't it? I think yeah. I said Roy McIlroy, didn't yeah, I? We nearly got it right. Close enough.
0: Um, so yeah, um, Till Hatton, Max Homer. Max Homer. Okay, so now this has been a juicy, juicy topic. We've been sort of talking about this um, on and off on BAT9 Films for the last few weeks. Yes. So the PJ Tour have announced an addition to potential events in the next coming years. Now, one thing that surprised me this, Josh, I'll just give you an overview. They announced that some of their elevator events next year are going to be 70 to 78 field player events. That's there are talk cool. of having no cuts.
1: So they're talking about basically halving it there, aren't halving they? Halving it,
0: yeah. It's usually about 150. But... One thing that struck me was Max Homer said that there was a bit of unrest on the fact that a lot of players wanted to do away with cuts. A lot of people were happy. A lot of players were happy. I mean, and I feel that Max Homer is a guy that could comment on this because he's been on, off tour, lost his card in 2016, yeah. got his card back and now sort of come out through the other side of being on the ruthless side of golf. And it sort yeah. of makes you... Like, I know when you've, you know, I was caddying, like... If you have three or four miscuts in a week, you make the cut, that is a massive like boom. Yeah. Yes, I've done it. Now, I was surprised at that, but you gotta think, right? You're guaranteeing money. And yeah. the only reason I think the PJ tour have done this is they're really, really worried about the model Live Golf have about the sponsorship opportunities. Because in the coming years the whole Oh, I'm not gonna support that because it's supported by Saudi Arabia Yeah. And potential sport washing rumours. Yeah. That's going to die down. That's going to go. Big sponsors mm-hmm. support big football clubs, yeah. no matter if people think the money's corrupt or not. And when that dies down, you've got a very attractive proposition, especially when all these legal cases and more players go, that, okay, Mastercard, here yeah. we go. I've got 78 players. I've got, actually, 78 players playing for the full tournament, yeah. full coverage. So gonna be you're not going to have a surprise where... John Rahm loses or, yeah. or doesn't play, or cut. Dustin yeah, yeah. Johnson misses the cut. He'll be there. He'll be bringing the numbers, yeah. and that's honestly why and uh, why why they've done it. And I think he's a massive kick in the balls towards Rory McIlroy.
1: Oh, hugely because
0: he's been. Oh, it's not competitive. No cuts. Yeah. And now for them to come out, it's it's almost owning up to their model is very good. Quite contradictory, isn't it's it? It's contradictory. Of it is. Like for the last year, they told us the model's not good. I would have been. Be- I'd have taken this better if they go actually. We love the model, yeah. we just don't love where the money comes from, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is obviously all hearsay. Yeah. But they've not. They've slated everything and done everything.
1: No. And so, interestingly enough, it's only going to be on eight of the 14 elevator events or yeah, 15 Yeah, but the problem events.
0: is with this, right? You're halving the amount of people that can play. Yeah. So, you're creating this second tour within one tour where, let's say, right? This is what I would say would happen. Your top 60 to 80 players on tour... Mm-hmm. Will money wise separate themselves? So in reality, the eighty to one hundred fifty, or even more players that play right. Let's say there's one hundred sixty players who have the card each year. Don't quite know the exact number, maybe one hundred fifty. That eighty to one hundred fifty, let's say, are realistically not playing for many spots. Yeah, because there's only probably a one, two, five cards get kept yeah. every year. Yeah. So you're literally playing. For less spots as not an upper echelon player mm. yes it's more rewarding if you are and you can argue you're going to earn your right but actually you're making it harder for those good stories to come out yeah you're making it more elitist in my opinion
1: yeah so starting in 2024 the pj tour will no longer require top players to participate in certain events the players the four major championships if players are eligible the three fedex cup playoff tournaments and an additional eight designated designated events which have haven't yet been announced instead according to monahan's memo the tour will focus on ensuring purse size elimination of a court and the fedex cup points distribution to sufficiently incentivize top performers to participate in the designated event.
0: again all it is is rewarding the top player
1: so, in essence, you're making a PGA Tour Premiership and a PGA Tour Championship.
0: Yes. But the thing is, right, how good is that? Kurt Kityama Kurt 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 has had a great week. Yeah. Good story. Yeah. If he's, let's say he was 80th in the world, missed mm-hmm. out by two spots and playing this elevator event because it's a closed shop. Yeah. He Couldn't have that story.
1: So, he said that it'll reward the top performers, provide an ample opportunity for playing play in from season-long performance and different intervals throughout the season, retain an emphasis on winning and be simple for the fans, How fans are you to do understand. That?
0: I... <sighs> if you have a good week the week before, if you top... So this is what usually happens, right? Just to give you a bit of information. If you finish either top five or top ten, depending on the event, you get an automatic spot into next week if you're not already in it. Mm. So say, for example, you've got an invite, you finish top ten, you're in next week. Yeah. Boom, well done. And they always hold spots back for invites from playing well the week before yeah okay so you're telling me right i've got invites invite to play this week yeah right they're going to keep one spot back for me that's finished top 10 to go and play one of those events are they bollocks because mastercard ain't asked about that yeah
1: well there's a comment here from McElroy as well which is really interesting being one of the player directors on tour he came out and said i want to give everyone a fair shake at this which i think this structure has done
0: but it's a McElroy tour
1: <laughs> there's ways to play into it it's trying to get the top guys versus the hot guys, right? I think that creates a really com- compelling product, but in a way that you don't have to wait an entire year for your good play to then give you an opportunity. That opportunity presents itself straight away. You play well for two weeks or three weeks. You're in a designated event. You know when. It, you know then if you keep playing well, you stay in them. So, for example, someone like Chris Kurt last week that wins Honda, he's set. Mate, but I the, don't know. I just, it smacks of, of.
0: It smacks of making hypocrisy. Rory's pockets bigger.
1: Nah, I, yeah,
0: honestly, no not think about it. Rory's I,
1: pockets are going to get bigger regardless because of uh, how good he is. I get, I get it. The money's not going to change. He's gonna No, play no, no. Anyway. But
0: the money could go down. The PJ twelve, the product's not as good. I.e., the sponsorship. Yeah, so but I know. I know. They made all it the big. players want that though. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. But my point being, really, say all the players want it. Yes, it filters down. But my point being he knows he's going to be always in those events. He's going to play the viral council. He's the flagship boy of the PGA. Even if he has a few shit years. Yeah,
1: no, but equally... But what the point being yeah, is no, it's, no. It's,
0: it's lining his pocket.
1: Yeah, but he's lining all their pockets because equally, yes, Roy McIlroy is always going to be in mm. there but guess what? He's the best player. Of course he's going to be in there. So it's not it's not his fault if someone's worse than him. So for example, what no, I'm going but... to say here is Chris Kirk last week would have then got into these designated events which is great, brilliant. Like He's played his way in there. Just because Rory McIlroy is world number one or three at the minute, mate, he's the best player in the world. I of course ex- he's going to be in there. I
0: agree, but what I'm saying is... He's still is, played his way yeah, there. Yeah, I know, I know. But what I'm saying is, it's the McIlroy tour. It sounds like he's making all the decisions on behalf of the players. I'm sure it's not the case, but he's being chosen as this mouthpiece.
1: But you said that the players were for this a second ago. You yeah, said but the, what the players I'm saying, that.
0: I, I agree, but what I'm saying is, it's just the fact that everything goes through Rory. Everything to Rory, everything to Rory, whether it's good or bad and you agree with it or not. It's like, all oh, Rory's done now, they're listening to the tour. Rory, Rory's made that decision. You watch the Netflix documentary, Rory was like, okay, yeah, we're going to do this now. I've spoken to the
1: players. Yeah. But player-director. Yeah, but it's bollocks. Why? It is. But that's obviously how it works. So before him, it was Tiger.
0: Yeah, but, but you didn't we have just... Tiger sit on his mouthpiece. Yeah, and...
1: because we didn't have live then. I just think it's bollocks. So when Tiger was doing it and he was player-director... Everything was hunky-dory because it was just a P.J. tour and that was all there was. Now Liv have come along, shaking things up a bit, and everyone's like, "Shit, we need someone to fucking take hold of this." And McIlroy's gone. I'll do it. Do you not agree with me now? Not. I, I see what you're saying, but I don't because he's someone's I know got he's to a, do it. Who yeah. else is going to come out? That Jay Monaghan is has got about as much personality as that that wall, mate. So you it's need a, someone. It's a great
0: wall. That's
1: <laughs> you need someone with a bit of personality who's at the top of the game, i.e., Rory McIlroy, to go out by the scuff of his neck, and that's what he's done. Look, I love Rory. But I does just sound like you do? No, 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 I do. I love him. I love him, what he does in
0: the golf course. I just feel like he, everything that he does is on his high horse now.
1: But is he, though? He's just got the interest of the PJ Tour, the product, and the players it is. That's what he's doing. Yes, but my Someone's point being... Someone's do it. So, okay, if Max being, Homer was doing it, would you be the same? No,
0: Max Homer now is doing it. Exactly. No, I wouldn't because he did a very, very honest interview the day. So Max Homer came out and said, literally, it's flattery. We think they've got a great product. Yeah, but McIlroy would. macroy has been freaking slating it for a year.
1: He has, but it's different because you, you can't play yeah. in. You can't play into live. You can play into this. Yeah, but, but that's the point. But, but, so at live, you are chosen. Alex, you're in. Josh, you're out. Well, hold on. How do I get in? You can't. Yeah. At the PJ Tour. Alex, you're in. Josh, you're out. But guess what? You win next week. You're in. Yeah, I agree. But what my point being is that he's sit on. It's the fact that being no cuts.
0: He said it's not competitive. He said in an interview, cuts are not competitive. I want to play somewhere it's not competitive. Not competitive is not a good product. Now, the reason why I like Max Homan more, he came out and said, actually, we quite like, we need to admit, what they've got is a good product. Yeah. He offers a balanced argument. He's just... But he's not... He's a hypocrite!
1: (laughs) No, the PJ Tour hypocrites. You can't blame Rory. Well, he was a mouthpiece. He is, correct. And that's the issue. That's the issue there. Do you know why they've used Rory McIlroy? Because everyone likes him. So if he does do something like that, well, he's gone, in, in two weeks' time, when he wins the oh, in four weeks' time, when he wins the Masters, you'll be like, "Oh, Rory, you know what? That lad is the best thing since sliced bread." Yeah, probably. Will. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but you, uh, okay. My point being, your point is right; it's valid, but it's also you need to give Rory a bit of slack.
0: No, no, I, I as I say, I've got nothing wrong with R- R- Rory. I'm not for or against live golf. Sounds like I'm a live golf camp queer. And by the way, someone sent me a message saying that, and literally, mate, the comment was. Let me read this comment from one of my YouTube videos because you will not believe what someone's now thinks. Okay, so thinks
1: of what of you?
0: Thinks I'm getting paid by by um, Live Golf. <laughs> it if was. Live Golf want to pay it was bloody hell. So literally, this was the comment on yesterday's video. Again, it, it, it didn't like I was slating Rory in this video. Again, oh God, sorry, Rory. Sorry, classic. <laughs> um, so let me let me find this comment. So okay so someone put on here Have
1: they taken it down they're taking
0: it
1: down oh they're taking it down they're taking it
0: down so essentially um i i'm offering a very balanced argument in this just basically saying how the pj tour should have just turned around and gone you know what it's a great product yeah, we want to take bits of it. We think we can strengthen our model by taking few yeah. bits. And this guy comment on the thing saying, I used to like you. Alex. I used to love your tips. And now you're being paid by Liv. It's so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm just, I'm trying to offer the side of it. Like I could say, I always say I'm not for or against. I'm trying to offer the point of view that people don't want to say.
1: Yeah. Because it, most
0: people want to sit on the fence and go, I'm not talking about live golf because yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Because it, it needs talking to, about. It needs talking about. But, but my point being, because I was offering a balanced argument. Yeah. He's not being
1: paid by live. Yeah. Well, I can clarify. There is zero live payments, and if there if there is live payments, they ain't coming my way. So. Have <laughs> been, <I've> been rumbled. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what? I think that is our first major debate of season yeah. three. I love a good debate like that. I didn't because I lost. <laughs> <laughs> Wee! <yeah. One> 1-0. <laughs> um, so, yeah.
0: Just to clarify, I do like Rory. Yes, I know you do. <laughs> um,
1: the other thing I want to mention really, really quickly about Live Golf before we move on is: did you see what happened with Live Golf slash the guy that runs Live Golf slash Newcastle United?
0: Yeah, it's all gone. Oh, hey. mate, it's
1: all gone to shit.
0: Because it's the same investor, isn't it? All the same. Right.
1: So. Let me tell you.
0: So what could this mean uh, off topic of golf? Could this mean that
1: this is could have serious implications
0: for Newcastle United? Yes. I think that's got a, a link to do with their dipping form.
1: Well, here's what happened. Sorry, this it's right? not a football podcast. Here's what happened. It's, this is golf related. So the guy that runs Live Golf um is also the guy that owns Newcastle United. I didn't know that. He like he like um maybe not owns CEO of Newcastle yeah. United, right? For him and for the Saudis to take over Newcastle United, the Premier League said to them there must be no involvement from the Saudi government.
0: So it must come from an individual, not a state, basically. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. So not, not well not necessarily that. so obviously it's the Saudi investment fund, but the government itself has zero involvement. Oh,
0: okay, so if, if no government official can be
1: part of it. Correct. Right. So this is brilliant. Live golf and obviously going through these court cases, blah blah blah, this guy, I can't remember what his name is. Has been run, found
0: out he's, he's a government wait, official. Wait,
1: wait, wait, Who runs Live Golf, who also runs Newcastle, has been subpoenaed, right, to appear at this court case. They produced a document that said you cannot subpoena him because he is a minister in the side of government. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: what could that mean for... I mean, Golf, no, golf doesn't have the same thing, no, so okay don't pay for Live Golf, but... Yeah, so you can't
1: be subpoenaed as a, as a member of another country's government. That's, like, a law. It can't happen. So, as... Or in american i don't know but newcastle united could be in serious serious trouble what could that mean to them i don't know but they've said no no it's nothing to do with the government i do you talking about and then in the second next breath they said no, you can't speak to him because he's a minister Nay, interesting ooh, simon jordan was all over so yeah really really interesting talking points but now we're going to move on to arcos so arcos have come out with some very very interesting data that is going to rumble some of you out there. 100%,
0: right? I know this for a fact. When I teach, people think they hit it so far, and they seriously don't. Like yes. the biggest thing that I get is like I use my. The biggest thing that I get is I use my um, flight scope. Yes. And obviously that doesn't lie. Like and people go, oh, no. I've got seven iron, I hit it. Using seven iron, one sixty. That's the other thing. One twenty nine.
1: They've ripped it. <laughs> It's like, it's cold weather today. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it must be downwind or into a headwind.
0: No, but I mean, I think people's perception of how far they hit it is totally out.
1: Okay, so come on, hit me some of the R-cost data here. Well, before we go on to that, I think people's perception of how far they need to hit it to lower the handicap is really what's interesting out of this.
0: Yeah, because I would say, okay, like, before I interrupt, I reckon people think that to become a scratch golfer, you need at 300 plus.
1: Well, this is the thing. So what this data is is taken from is, between five and ten handicappers, and it is basically said that the average to be to be average off the tee as a five to ten handicapper, you should hit it how far?
0: Oh, five to ten handicapper. By the yeah. way, guys, get down in the comments on each one of these. See if put your comment down below, and then you can see where you base upon what we're saying. So between five and ten handicapper, how far you have got to hit it from the tee? I'm gonna really underball this because I think it's. Mo- I, I I would say without under-egging it about 2.35
1: so it's 2.30.9 that
0: was a pretty good guess it was a very was very, very a pretty good, good guess, guess.
1: but I I reckon a lot of people out there would be saying 2.50 if, at least 2.50 well
0: my point being if you had introduced it like this I would have definitely gone 2.55 something like that yeah. so I've under-egged it for the sake of trying to work out this
1: 100% so this this sort of twofold so firstly people think that they have to drive it further than they do yeah and secondly i think there'll be a lot of people out there that don't drive it as far as they think yeah 100 um, percent. now this is
0: just to give people a background of how they've collected this data our costs are those things you put yes um on the bottom of your golf club yeah so they basically log each shot you can go in after a round and just adjust it and you can see basically if you miss it left if you miss it right how far each club goes and over a season you can get some pretty accurate data on how far your golf ball goes with each club and i think yeah you can use the app not in tournaments if you like suggested clubs yeah. so you've got 156 um we suggest you use x
1: yeah and i think i think as a training tool it's brilliant mate 100% i think it is but i think if people get it on their clubs then they'll go out and they'll go no oh, no like the first few <laughs> rounds but no <laughs> it's not I was, this it's <laughs> not going to work don't <laughs> work that okay can it some more um the, well the other one was the the women's side of it so if it says here that to be between a six and twelve handicapper, um, in in women's golf, female amateur golfer, it's one hundred seventy-seven point five yards in average length off the tee. Now, again, so that's between
0: a five and ten handicapper. Yeah, so no, that was
1: six and twelve, five and 10 five, for for men.
0: ten. five and ten for men. So just going back to the men's there quickly. So if you are, let's say, between a ten and eighteen handicapper, yeah, you probably only have to hit it two hundred yards, yeah, to be competitive.
1: Exactly. But and most
0: people, again, that's probably way under-egging like, what you think.
1: Yeah, but what I also think it, it shows is that it driver isn't necessarily everything. 100%. Don't get me wrong. I hit it further than that, but... Hey, if you had our customers, you get powered. You, know, you know I do. You know I do. <laughs> Look, we're really around He's one of them. No, joking. <laughs> you know I did. Um, as, a, as a 10 handicapper, mm. I think that's where... If if your irons are really good, you don't need to be as long. Yeah. So that's why how you can get your handicap down. Yeah. Um and but then I think the next step is being long and good with your wedges, good with your irons, good with your putter.
0: Yeah. I, I well thanks, Joshua. No, I'm no, but do you mean like <laughs> <laughs> I'm a
1: ten handicapper because I hate it far, which means yeah, I've got yeah, less yeah, to hit with my no, irons.
0: No, I, I get what you mean. But you know what? There's always this argument every single year that the new driver allows you to hit it longer straighter and it will lower your scores where we've actually seen like okay we we see that people comment on how far the tour pros hit it right yeah and that they keep hitting it too far every single year but as a club golfer we need that distance of course we do if you wanted to i guess it'd be interesting to sort of see that the i would say obviously the higher five to ten the the, the the nines and the tens are yeah. pulling the average down towards yeah. 230-ish yeah. Um, as opposed to the five handicap sort of more like 245-250 sort of but that has genuinely surprised me just for the simple fact that I would anticipate with all the modern tech that a single figure golfer we're talking about here yeah. would be sort of 240-245 plus
1: I, I'd have said more than that I'd have said between 250- That's and a carry I'm guessing this is carry yeah yeah. I'm assuming it's carry Yeah, but well it's just down as length off the tee so I don't know I'm a sh- it's got to be
0: it, I mean if it's not carry that is even more of a, like well, a strange thing
1: yeah I mean for me that I, the way I look at it is the only way that I'm going to get down yeah. is by driving the ball 250 to 270 plus do you yeah. know what I mean like that, that's that's how I see myself improving my game um, so it's really interesting to see that I thought it would be so much higher um, and and like Alex said, get down in the comments. Let us know, A, how far you drive it, or how far you think you drive it, and B, your handicap, and how it matches up. Because it's really interesting now we've got this data to see how it does match so
0: up. So just looking at this, we're looking at driver here. Just taking that back, like, let's just sort of extrapolate at 7-9. So that means 7-9 is probably like less than 140.
1: Which is mad. Because... If you
0: base it on 15 yards change per club, I know it doesn't quite work out like yeah. that. So if you said, let's say 230 round numbers, 230, and then we went 3-wood, 215 but two, yeah. I'd say probably less actually. Let's go let's go fifth let's go twenty five yards different. Yeah. So let's say two oh five. Yeah. So two oh five three wood and then we've got hybrid probably one ninety five. People yeah. think probably the hybrid goes two thirty, it doesn't. Um <laughs> one ninety-five and then fifteen yards. I mean we're looking at two yeah, we're looking at one forty, one four max 4.79.
1: But do you know what I think the the beauty of this is and what this shows about the game of golf is it's hard. A it's hard, <laughs> but B because this, no matter your age, yeah, no matter how athletic you are, you can still achieve. So, for example, if we look at me yeah. as a ten handicapper who's six foot two, goes to the gym, keep himself fit, sounds athletic. Like,
0: like Tinder profile. No. <laughs> no.
1: You, know I mean? you know what
0: I mean. Josh, six foot two, goes to the gym, athletic.
1: <laughs> no, no, you know what I mean. So I'm. A, player A yeah. and then you've got player B who is maybe 50 mm. si- potentially 60 who isn't my dad. isn't as athletic who doesn't hit it as far but guess what he's really good with his woods he's really good with his irons, and he plays off 6 so it shows how the no matter how you play golf you can still achieve yeah, yeah. that and that's the amazing thing about this game
0: I found it very odd that it was that low I'm not going to lie
1: yeah that's where that's why i thought that is a talking point point.
0: 100 percent. so let's talk passive aggressive golfers right let me put some context into this right and do get involved if you're watching uh, this on youtube and if you're listening to the pod um hit us up on instagram because i'm laughing at what we're going to go through here because i'm definitely one of these passive aggressive golfers so if you ever played golf <laughs> where someone said something you thought Short sure, mate. Back off. Yeah. Um, get down in the comments exactly what that is. Okay, Josh, I'm going to read some of these out to you and I want yeah. you just to react to them. So I saw this brilliant thing this morning um, on, let me get the exact place, Golf Digest. Right. And the title is 30 ag- passive aggressive golf comments that need to be stopped now.
1: I can see what's going to come up. The first three, I say. Of, yeah, I, was going to say, I can <laughs> think of some ones that are going to come up here.
0: Okay, so first one, so you can imagine that set the scene here you've hit it off the tee, it's gone just behind a bunker or a tree and someone says, that won't kill you.
1: Oh, in that situation, I'm like, hey, do me a favour, don't talk to well, me right now.
0: The response below is, I know it won't, it's fires off the fairway. <laughs> and I sort of see these things as when it's I, I would, I'd probably say them not knowing and say them to people that I'm playing against, not necessarily someone on my team. Yeah. But sometimes I'd say but, something like try
1: and G him up. Of course you would, yeah. And it, it's, Obviously there will be some people out there, we'll talk about some stories, that do mean things like this to be taken in a sense of getting in your head, but there'll also be some people out there like, half of these we will have said to each other, like of course we will. Passive aggressive. No, but you know what I mean, where you don't mean it like that, like, (laughs) you're going to carry on, I'm going to go, oh, said that. Okay, okay, there's worse places to be. Oh, all the time. Okay, next one. But equally with that one, in my head I'm thinking there is worse places to be, but I'm there. (laughs) <laughs> this is the first one where I know
0: I say it, and actually this could be really meant as passive-aggressive. Yeah. I think it's still you.
1: Oh, Giving it the... I
0: think it's still you. Yeah,
1: I'm still closer, mate. Yeah, pretty much
0: like saying, you've not lost your turn, mate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm sure we'll find it somewhere. Oh, God. I can, I've been there many a time. I've said it to Josh all the time. <laughs> but... Many a time. Okay, now this is... I don't get this one, really. This one's good miss.
1: You don't mean to miss it, do you? That's why it's classified... Because...
0: Yeah, but how many times have you heard a commentator go? Well, actually, missed it in a good place there.
1: Yeah, exactly. And again, I think it's how you say it, but because we say this all the time, golf's a game of misses. Isn't Not that? how good your good is, how good how your good bad you is. Miss. Exactly. So I think that yes, that can be seen as passagio. If if I don't know you, and I and I go, you you hit a seven iron into a green, and you slightly left of it but you're, you're not short-sided you've got space on the green and I go yeah it's a good place to miss it though no
0: but let me put it into context <laughs> right like if, if Kate so if I imagine right you were playing a match at your home club right yes. at Northern you were yes. playing for Northern and you're playing against Bramall the guy yeah. from Bramall's never played Northern before yep. right and he's missed it left of the green on the first yep. or right short right yep. and missed the bunker but got an easy chip and you yep. go actually don't worry mate it's a, it's a good miss That you're all right there
1: yeah exactly and if you say it like that that's fair but, enough but if i go oh i mean it's a good miss it's how you say it isn't it? it's how you get these things across to people are but, you a golfer that does that Of course, <laughs> you know you are if it's you own up in the comments okay
0: let's move let's rattle through a few more here before we listen to our stories okay um i thought you made that i say that all
1: the time yes that's like oh it's in the jaws okay next one was that a pull or a misread that's terrible You'd do that to me. <laughs> I can picture it. You'd 100% um, do that to me. Well, it
0: sounded good. I've done that all the You've time.
1: You've done that to me as well all the time. Normally, when I've towed it.
0: Go, Okay, Josh, give me one that you think, like...
1: Well, I've, got, I've had a really weird experience. Okay, so let's go through, through your experience. So, it was. it's a very, very similar situation. I had a match at my, my club. To- it was, it was two, a match, two in the same day. A match play match. Yeah, a match play match. Two in the same day. First tee... I got my driver out, which at the time I had a bright blue aftermarket shaft in. Got a driver out at the time, and the guy goes, "Oh, that's not standard. You're gonna hit this a long way, aren't you? On the first tee." Now if that yeah, area, <laughs> that isn't passive aggressive. I don't know. Like, that's like proper mind games. Okay. Second one, same round. Yeah. The 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 guy I was playing with Sam. He um was playing a tailor-made TP5. It was a winter comp, but Taylor TP5. It hits a ball up to green. It plugs. We found it. They, they helped, helped us find it. We found it and they went, what are you playing that for? It's winter. And I again, play the
0: same golf ball whatever time exactly. it is. Exactly.
1: And that's what, that's what our reaction was. Like, so? But again, it's one of them like, get, trying to get you thinking. Um, it's very, yeah, n- not for me. Not for me. And this is where I
0: want you to get involved. Like, if you've ever had a story like that, let's get them down like you don't have to name what golf club you're at but it'd be just good to hear like and after any of these that you think we just need to stop saying yes. okay josh gonna hit you with a few more here um i guess it's just not your day
1: i said to myself though or oh, it's not my day today that's just an excuse that, <laughs> that's the first told of the day. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay um oh it's okay was it was it a tough lie Again, that's like, oh... It makes me cringe, think about it, but I know that I've done some of these, like, not meaning to be passive-aggressive. So,
0: imagine you've knifed it out of the bunker. Yeah. Was not much sand in there.
1: Oh, all the time. I normally say that, oh, it's like, it off concrete.
0: <laughs> Was it the wrong club or just a bit hard? <laughs>
1: that's terrible.
0: Okay, okay, a couple more here. Um, That's a bold line. Carry. Now, that's one that gets me. Now, the reason why that gets me is, right, you could be playing against somebody, let's say... I hit it 250 off the tee. Yeah. I hit 200. I played this golf course before. Yeah. I know where I'm going. Yeah. And then it's that sort of thing of going, mm, actually, is that all right? Yeah. Like, I remember playing a match at Stockport, right? And the 12th hole is like a dog leg to the right. And you actually have to do it over the practice ground. It's blind yeah. because the trees are so high. And I was like, that's oh, fine, that. And I remember playing, like, everybody went in the group. you sure that's okay? It's a bit right, that. Yeah. I'm like,
1: shut up. Do you know what, though? I, I had that situation on Friday and obviously the, the, the guy I played was, was not meaning it in any like passive aggressive way I know, know him quite well I played the same shot over trees like it's a dog look right and I instantly knew it was like Yeah, yeah, yeah. where I wanted to go perfect and it, you're right it does get you thinking but then that can also backfire can't it because they do that all of a sudden you're 280 yards down there and then they're thinking, like, egg on the face, aren't they? Like, oh wow, it, had a, a, it was a good lie. I've had
0: a brilliant one here. So I remember playing, um, it might have been a Dunn Forest match. So before I turned pro, I represented Bramwell Golf Club in Dunham Forest finals. Yep. And this might have been, I can't remember the semi final or the final. You basically play them both in the same day. Yep. So I've hit this drive, absolutely ripped it. This other guy's ripped it, right? And we've been sort of nip and talk with who was longer each day. Yep. So I walked ahead and I sort of walked up to this gold ball and stood to the side of it, right? <sighs> But I stood enough, enough distance to where someone else could come and check it. Right. Yeah. So I stood to the side of it, probably about five yards away. I've already checked it's not my ball. Right. The guy comes up and uh he's then stood over on the right hand side. I'm just waiting. I'm like, you know, what's he doing here? He goes, um, <laughs> Oh, you're not playing? Oh it's not my ball, mate. I'm further off.
1: <laughs> that's like the Tiger... Whether tiger Woods. whether that's
0: passive-aggressive towards me or whether it's passive-aggressive that he thought he would be longer, I don't know. But at the time, I was like,
1: yeah. Well, it could have been worse. You could have gone, that's yours, mate. And get <laughs> I pretty much did that. Well, no, yeah. I know, yeah. That's
0: not
1: my nature. <laughs> it's like the Tiger Woods-Justin Thomas thing, isn't it? Yeah. But obviously, they're doing it as a bit of banter. But I guess with... Um, with that, yeah, maybe could be seen. As okay, aggressive. so what?
0: Which ones do you think we need to get rid of here? Because I think I don't think all these are that bad. That's unlike you. Is it still you? I'm sure we'll find it somewhere. Good miss. I thought it, I thought you'd made that.
1: I think is there one on there like all oh, the space over there? That's that's a very passive aggressive one.
0: There's worse places to be.
1: Yeah, that kind of thing. Like it's all right. Space over there. Okay. Like, that 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 for me, and also the anything around the green. Anything, anything putter yeah, related for the, me? Yeah, the
0: putter one, I it really riles yeah. my being. So if yeah. any, right, if anybody ever plays golf for me, I mean, I'm saying this is such a hypocrite. Um, but if anybody talks to my, I golf know what you're
1: ball, gonna say, and I'm gonna dob him in. If
0: anybody talks to my <laughs> golf ball, I'm like, whether it's good or bad, I'm like, shut
1: up. Yes, I
0: hate, I just, I have this thing where I remember, I remember, um, it, oh, I remember basically it, it came from I had this young lad caddying for me, and just a. Just an event at Bramble, like yeah. nothing big, but one of the other juniors, like, wanted to carry for the people on the scratch team because yeah. they wanted to get in the scratch. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And as soon as I hit the seven lines the first, I ripped it and he's like, get down, get down. Oh I'm like, Matt, please just don't talk to my goal. I was polite, but like yeah. please don't talk to my ball. But then ever since then, if I'm playing partners, I'm like, playing partners are John, whoever it is, please don't talk to my goal ball. Yeah. But the thing is though, oh, you are terrible for it. I know. It. You are so, so bad I, for I'll it. I'll play with you and you hit him like, get down, get down. Get down, get down, go sit, up, sit, sit. 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 Oh, nice putt, nice.
1: I'm like... Yeah. But because... Big, big blow up on this one, on holiday in Gran Canaria. In my defence... Oh, yeah. He, Alex hit a putt, and from where I was stood, it looked like a really good putt, and I said, nice putt, mate, and it just fell underneath, didn't the it? The timing was a bit dubious. It was. <laughs> so I, I apologise straight away, but again, that was on them, and you were like, don't talk to my goal putt. I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> but let's put
0: it into context, right? Every time... We used to have four of us. Me, yeah. Carl, Josh... And uh, Leechy, yeah. I was about to call him Sam, but I thought yeah. Leechy. Um, all four of us. I mean, I'm I'm saying it very apprehensive here. Leechy's injured. So yeah. we're getting old. Leechy's injured, and Carl's not picked his golf club Carl's in two in, years. Invisible man, uh, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, but my point being here it was always me and Carl versus you and Leach. and yes. it's always competitive round. Like literally, it comes down to the last hole. It is bragging rights. And there's
1: always a bit of needle. And there's also. always
0: a bit of needle. Like we pretty much fall out on the golf course. We get out. <laughs> we have a bit. Yeah. But like this match was close.
1: Yes. Very and, close
0: thank god my partner played well and he saved us but i hadn't done much all day and i thought i've i've, I've put it in close here. i got a yeah. chance of making a birdie and i think that was maybe we were down actually and yeah. just made it make it all square going to last yeah. i miss it you hole we lose the hole We're two down we've lost the match yeah and it literally hit this putt josh went nice putt mate yeah and i could see but from my perspective like because i was over the
1: putt like yeah. i could see
0: that it was just going a bit low
1: yeah but and, from where i was stood, it looked yeah. like it was going in yeah, it looked like it was going in all day kind yeah, of thing so i lost my head <laughs> yeah a little bit a little bit
0: <laughs> but guys let us know is there anybody that i mean what are your biggest pet hates out on the golf course these are 30 passive aggressive comment passive aggressive comments that potentially need to be gone from the game of golf but some of them are a little bit dubious not gonna lie yes very dubious it's now time for tech talk so i was doing some searching on amazon for golf tees, like I'm pretty low on golf tees, so I right, thought, okay, I'd go on there and, and see. Now this thing riles me up every time. Like these adverts that tees will make you hit it 25 yards longer. Impossible. Well, is it though? Let's go through it. Um, so guys, get me down in the comments. What tee pegs do you use? Like you've got castles, um, you've got wooden tee pegs, and that's what I thought were the sort of only options. But you know. not till now. So we're gonna go through sort of a different selection of tees here, and all these tees claim they help you hit it up to 25 yards longer.
1: Now, I I just, for starters, I don't see how. Um, The only other tees that I know currently, other than like your standard tee and a castle tee, would be the old sideways slanting tee that came out. I mean, they aren't even on there, but
0: that is one hell of a (sighs) tee.
1: horrible. Like it right. makes it look like your ball's flowing. The
0: hardest thing in the world is actually teeing it up. So yeah. uh, you might have slow play just teeing that gold ball up. Absolutely. Okay, so the first one, though, Josh, we're going to go with solid silver T-peg. Solid silver. So solid silver T-peg. I'm going to show you this here. Um, You guys will be
1: able to see it on the screen. Now, this, Josh,
0: sorry to I mean, what, mate.
1: this is 46 quid. But surely, for starters, that cannot be to be used. Surely not. Yeah. Um, that has got to be an ornament. And only because that is going to damage your club.
0: A hundred percent, I agree. I don't think this one's to be used, but my point was I went on Amazon and I
1: went most expensive tea pad <laughs> and this one came on. up. <laughs> like, can you imagine someone pegging it up with that? But what there, do will you be, use? there will be someone out there doing that.
0: But what do you use it for?
1: An ornament. Paperweight. I don't, paper don't even know. Um, interesting one. I personally, would never buy it. No, no.
0: Okay, let's, let's gloss over that one. But interesting, isn't it? Like, I didn't even know you could get a silver tea for 46 quid. Yeah. not going to say I'd buy it. Have you bought one? Um, okay, next up, and these are called Berties. Now, Berties. let me tell you what these say. Okay, let me read the description for you here, Josh. Right, okay. So Bertie, I mean, the packaging looks quite odd. This is for eight teas. They're $18.95. Don't worry, you can save 5% at the minute, mate. So go and get them bought. <laughs> okay, so... The idea behind these are okay. The new Pro Speed version, revolutionary Bertie. I mean, let me just show you what they look like. This is what we're dealing with here. So it's it's almost like that. They're a little bit light. Like so you don't put it in the ground. You, you put, put it, put it on, on, top.
1: on top. So it's almost like the the little, little things you can get for winter. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, but these these things basically they're saying that it's easy to tee up, less friction. And essentially... Easy to tee up. You've got to put it on the ground.
1: I know. I mean, come on. I know it's, I know. sometimes, especially in the UK when it gets cold, it's hard to get a peg in the ground, but that's what castle tees are for.
0: I agree. Now, one thing I actually do like about them, I sometimes really hate the rubber tees you have at a range. Yeah. So I would potentially use them like this, but our problem is if you get it slightly heavier, the
1: thing's gone yeah, halfway you, down the range. You're running down the range after it. <laughs> just everybody, just, just, just stop there. While I uh, just run out.
0: So that would be number two on our list.
1: It's a good list so far, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I still don't see how it's going to help you hit it further, which is mad. It's like that all comes from technique and yeah, the club, maybe.
0: The idea is it has less friction because the ball's like sort of perched up as opposed to sitting on a flat surface.
1: Oh, I mean, I don't, for me.
0: I don't quite know if there's much science. Yeah behind this them, yeah yeah but okay You're not selling these to me no i'm not really <laughs> am i um but we'll go through the next selection guys let us again <laughs> let us know what teas that you're using okay the next one is crest golf now you have 50 plastic teas of these and okay. these are josh they're like a best way to describe them like a tee t-peg with a rubber sleeve on top
1: right okay. aren't they
0: the ugliest thing
1: you've ever seen in your life yes they are but they look more like a normal tea okay yeah we're going more down normal tea we are we i don't understand what the rubber does um but they, they look more like a T-peg as opposed to the, the, well, the previous two ones.
0: things. The rubber, I think, will stop the T-peg breaking because the top of it is where you might hit it. Good so you point. might buy that less. Okay. Yeah. So Didn't think of that. potentially save yourself a bit of money. Yeah. Um, but this is what it says on their description. Large head reduces fit friction and side spin, makes it easier to tee up and keeps the ball stable. The tee design yes. is engineered to ease and the training of goal system effortless to
1: help you be more accurate and relaxed whole. Have a relaxed hole in one. I mean, again, when I'm still on the tee, the last thing I'm thinking is the friction on that is going to really cause me I, a I,
0: I honestly remember, hopefully you guys remember this if you're watching this, there was a point where we're going to move on to these next ones now. Where these plastic tea pegs came out, and they had like little not basically look like, like four yeah, little yeah, look, yeah. look, look, look like Ian Potter on a bad day. Yes, like yes. just all spiked up with little blonde bits. Yeah, you
1: still see them knocking about. Yeah,
0: and honestly, they are the most disgusting things. Have a look at these. Yeah. Them. Now these ones are actually magnetised, Josh. Magnetised. Magnetised. Um, but honestly, if anybody uses them, but again, oh,
1: it's more like a normal tea.
0: It's not. That is not like a normal tee.
1: At least you're not putting it on the ground. You're putting it in the ground, mate. That uh, there's nothing normal about that. Also, just back to putting the tee peg on the ground. The burr tee. This has just come to me. How many times do you stand on a on a tee tee box and you put your tee in the ground and the ball comes off because you're not putting it in properly? That's going to happen more with that because you're putting the tee on top of the ground, so the grass is going to then. Cause it not to be not to be flat. How many flat tee boxes just stand there? Well, here? they're
0: definitely designed for more range play, yeah. and definitely designed, like you said, for more sort of winter golf. But yes. I get what you mean. Yeah. But I do actually think it might be a little bit easier for some people. They might feel you can get under it a little bit more. You know, like when you put it on a mat, you feel you can get under it. I almost think the cheating. <laughs> Okay, so next up, we're going to talk about those ones we just said, the yeah. T-box, the little yeah. Ian Porter hairdo. Yeah. Um, so they are—they they, say on here, <laughs> the 360 degree striking angle.
1: Oh.
0: Didn't realise you couldn't hit a T any direction.
1: Yeah. Strange. <laughs> Very strange. So that's what you um, saying, you can put it in however and you can hit it from however. They've
0: got a magnetic bond between the head and the shaft of the T, apparently, uh, okay. with a string to prevent the head flying
1: off. Reduce resistance, increase ball distance. So that's basically saying you're not going to lose it, or it's not going to snap, or if it does... It allows it to snap, but then you don't lose it. Yes, in
0: so the black bit compared to the top bit comes, comes off. Comes off,
1: but they stay connected with the string. Piece of string.
0: And there's a piece of string for the top bit as well, so you can hook uh, it onto a uh... or do whatever. Uh... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, next up is Finger 10 Golf Plastic Tease Claw. So these are the ones where the one solid plastic... And they sort of have the three little claws, you know, that yeah. sort of like twist up yeah, on each yeah, angle. Yeah. And again, I remember when these first came out and then the pro shop and the assistants at the time, I'm like, oh you did it way further then. <sighs> it's like, a very it's... similar thing, yeah. Isn't it? but, but it's it's again, because the ball sort of sits on top, there's not like the whole base of
1: the the, the wood at the
0: bottom for the ball to sell.
1: Look, for me, if you're worried about the T Peg giving you distance, you're worried about the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, there's nothing wrong with a wooden tea peg. Well yes, all, these, all these
0: all these teas, Josh, apparently give you less le- less tea touches the ball, um the less friction and the more distance. Now I'd love to actually see some stats on this for the fact that I honestly don't believe on the golf course you are gonna notice any difference at all. Okay, let's forget the um first tee, the uh silver tea. It's a bit of a joke that one. But the, the rest of them, no, all saying not. less ball contact with the tee, less friction. I mean, I personally, I, I don't like castle tees. I hate no. them. I get why people use them. They use them because it's a set height. What I like is the best thing is those, uh, uh, I think they call pro length. They actually have that yellow marker yeah, but, or yeah. blue marker or red marker, depending yeah. on what height you want. And that's the gauge that I like to use to set my tee height for driver. Set my tee height for three wood. Set my tee height for an iron. Yep. I, I honestly, and even more superstitious, I have to use a broken tea on the par three.
1: I know yeah. I knew that one that one for you. But the the one thing I'd say about castle teas, especially in the UK, in the winter, when it's cold, we're playing off mats, it's easy to get a castle tea. You can get a castle tea in a mat. You can't mm. you can't get a normal tea in a mat. No,
0: you can get a burr, tea in.
1: Get a burr, tea in, you could, yeah. <laughs> but for me, wooden teas, like you said, the ones with the yellow marker, or any wooden tea, just any tea, yes, teas break. Okay, They're so not that expensive.
0: this myth, teas do not have an effect. No. You go,
1: you go, you're going busted. You're not having it. Worry about something
0: else. I totally agree. Yes. Worry about something else. A tea is not going to make any difference. All these teas are claiming less friction. Just save yourself some money. Go and buy some normal teas. And I, I, I mean this as a nice way as possible. If you tune up with those teas, the one thing I'd say to you, do you see a pro using them? no absolutely not so you want to make yourself look more like a pro and look like a better golfer which we all want to do we all want to look like a better golfer don't get bought into this get yourself some some um either cast tees okay maybe and um, get yourself some wooden tees and that 100% makes you better. don't makes
1: better. fall for the gimmick Ooh, Bold. so now we are getting there podcasters it is time for tip of the week
0: I hope they've enjoyed this longer episode, by the way. Yeah, Um, I I mean, I think they will. And this is time, just to finish Tech Talk, to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by Scottsdale
1: Golf. I remember this week. You You did. I didn't.
0: So visit www.scottsdalegolf.co.uk. There you
1: go. It's written on my T-shirt today. Wee. Get in there. (laughs) Um, Yeah, they'll do same-day fitting for... um, and collection for clubs so make sure you get booked in online for your fitting at Scottsdale gold and this was
0: just this reminder that you can watch segments of this podcast on YouTube back um back nine films and yeah. um, we've got loads of the content we upload right about 5 6 times a week depending on what breaking news we've got and also all these topics if you want to see our our, our facial reactions talking about tpegs pegs talking about the major talking points right now so head over to there um and uh, have a watch of the videos too
1: and, Matt, I add Scottsdale, mm. if you want 10% off. Oh, yes. Now, it's either AEG or AEG10. AEG10. A 10, 10. Tra- 10. Yeah. There you go. One thing it won't let you do is do it on sale items. I know that. But AEG10, 10% off.
0: And also, Josh, we're actually playing in a few weeks night golf. We are Show night golf. It's going to be very to
1: interesting. Hopefully, the weather warms up. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> hopefully,
0: it warms up and hopefully, it's dry. But it's yes. set to be a really, really um, good, well, good event. Yes. Okay. So, tip of the week.
1: Warm up before you play. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what you got to do is warm up before you play. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so what I would do is... And I think about this logic, logically, right? A lot of us hit it offline. So learning to hit a bit yes. of a punch shot could actually save your shots. Yes. And I mean a really low punch shot. So this is what I would count as a shot that would be good to use out of the trees, under the trees. Get yourself back in play. So nice and simple. Use a lower lofted club. So if you want to look at something around sort of six iron five iron if you have a five hybrid go with six iron yeah um go with your lowest not your lowest lofted iron but sort of around sort of six iron and around there Yep. grip down almost down towards the steel move the ball towards the back of your stance aim a little bit left with the body because the ball's going to want to start a little bit right on you because you're hitting it a bit earlier yep. and also what i would really say here is feel like you keep your weight on your left and make just a smoother slower swing you don't have to hit it hard. Essentially, when you hit it harder, you create more spin. More spin means more lift. So hitting it a little bit softer will really give you a chance of starting that ball lower, getting it back in play, and you might save yourself a chance of making a bogey, and you might give yourself a chance of actually advancing the ball a bit further rather than just chipping out sideways.
1: And as someone who has spent a lot of time in the trees in their in their time golfing, this is definitely a val- very, very valuable shot to have.
0: this is one of the most valuable shots that golfers can have. 100%. And
1: especially if you've played Lynx golf as well. Yeah, exactly. Even more so. Double double whammy. Absolutely.
0: Have a go. Practice that um, at the range. Just get used to hitting it a bit lower because it might save you a couple of shots. Guys, thanks so much for listening to this week's pod. This is episode nine, season three. And we hope you enjoyed it.
1: We will see you next week for everything on the Players' Championship.